Pray the Word with David Platt is a resource from Radical.net. Isaiah chapter 48, verses 9 through 11. God says, For my name's sake, I defer my anger. For the sake of my praise, I restrain it for you, that I may not cut you off. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tried you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake, I do it. For how should my name be profaned? My glory I will not give to another. So there's three verses and four times God repeats why he shows mercy to his people. He's talking about how he's forgiving his people, how he will redeem his people. He will spare them the wrath they deserve in their sin. And four times he says, for my own sake, I defer my anger. That's the first one. Second one, for the sake of my praise, I restrain it for you. Then he repeats himself in verse 11. He says, for my own sake, for my own sake, two more times, for my own sake, I do this. Or how should my name be profane? This is one of the clearest pictures we have in God's word. of something we see all over God's word, but it's so crystallized here. How God is driven with zeal for his own glory. That even when God shows grace, it ultimately is intended to bring him glory. Now, we think about that, and I think we probably wrestle with it a bit in our minds, like, okay, so everything God does is for his own glory? Like God does everything he does to exalt himself? And we kind of, it kind of rubs us wrong because we think, well, that would not be good for any one of us. Like, what if I told you, I do everything I do for my own glory? You'd be like, man, you got problems. That's horrible to live your life all for your own sake. Say, so that's selfish. So does this make God selfish? Like, is God self-centered? Well, in a sense, absolutely he is self-centered. God is God-centered. Everything he does is for his own glory. And if that rubs us wrong, well, then who else would you rather him glorify? You or me or someone, something else? No, because at the point with, because at the point at which God were to glorify someone or something else, then he would no longer be the God who's worthy of all glory. And he is. That's what makes him God. God by his very nature is God-centered. But the beauty, and that's what we're seeing here in Isaiah 48 verses 9 through 11, is that God glorifies himself, how? By showing grace and mercy to sinners. God glorifies himself. You look forward in the Bible to the New Testament. God glorifies himself by sending Jesus, his son, as a sacrifice for sinners. How does God glorify himself? He glorifies himself by saving you and me from our sins, by reconciling us to himself. So God shows this grace. God gets the glory. Praise be to his name for this picture. So God, we, we do, we praise you for your salvation. We praise you for your mercy. We praise you for your grace. We praise you for your forgiveness of our sins. We praise you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for our sins. In light of all these things, we look to heaven and right now we give you glory. We confess that you deserve all glory. Exactly what you said in Isaiah 48, 11. Your glory, 
you will not give to another and we don't want to give your glory anywhere else. We want you to receive all glory. All glory be to your name for our salvation. Thank you for saving us for your name's sake. Thank you for forgiving us for the sake of your fame. So may it be so, oh God, as long as we have breath in this world, use our lives, your salvation in us, your mercy toward us every day, even the grace you pour out on us today. God, may it all resound to your glory. Glorify yourself in our lives, our families, our churches, and our work and everything we do. Make your glory known, oh God, by the grace you pour out on us. In Jesus' name we pray for your grace, for your glory. Amen.